Hey guys, this is your host, Francisca Weinheimer, and welcome back to the Hikers Anonymous podcast. On this podcast, I help share people's inspirational stories about how hiking, backpacking, and the outdoors changed their lives. If you have an inspirational story about how the outdoors positively impacted your life, please send a short synopsis of your story to hikeoregon at hikeoregon.net and put in the subject line podcast guest. Today, I'm talking with Amy, who I met last June at one of my book signing events. Not only was her bright rainbow-colored hair totally eye-catching, but her energy was so amazing, and I immediately knew that she was someone I wanted to get to know better. I was so lucky to get to record this episode with Amy in person. We met at the Silver Falls County store where we had lunch and just chatted about her story. So I want to know more about your story, Amy. Like, what's your history with the outdoors? Did you grow up enjoying the outdoors with your family? Or were you more of like a city kid? So I grew up in a really small town, uh, Beatrice, Nebraska. Um, I think there's there was like 30,000 people there. So it wasn't like super big. And there wasn't much to do there. Um, but my dad was a Boy Scout leader. And so sometimes he'd take us to Boy Scout camp, but mostly my brothers because I'm a girl, so I didn't belong there, uh. <laughs> obviously. And uh, I just remember this giant tortoise, and I loved being outside. I loved being in the trees, yeah. mostly. But Nebraska doesn't have... They have trees, but not, not like here. Yeah. Like, the trees here are amazing. So, right. yeah, I grew up with a, a, just a very small amount of outdoor experience, I guess. I've always liked camping. But I've always had kind of the wrong gear because I always wake up with wet feet. And I just thought that was part of camping. <laughs> was you wake up with wet feet. I didn't realize that there's, you know, gear out there that stops that from happening. <laughs> you know, my tent's always wet and that's just right. part of it, that's you know. You just don't get to sleep well. And, and uh, you know, my dad taught me, like, clovers are good to eat. And um, I think that was... And, that was the only thing I remember that he taught me. <laughs> but yes. yeah, so that was basically like, you know, that history the there. Foundation. Yeah, the foundation. Like I grew up, I loved camping. Um, there was always like the one lake I liked going to in Nebraska, uh, Wagon Train Lake. And it was just this flat lake, you know, you got yeah. to see the muskrats like cleaning <laughs> themselves. And I mean, it was just a quiet place and yeah. I really loved it there. Yeah. So is there something that happened in your life that kind of led you away from the outdoors? Um, and then I guess what ultimately brought you back? Um, so I think that for a very long time I had been, uh, I used to drink a lot and I would, um, I used to play pool and so I kind of like stayed indoors and did that sort of thing and kind of like I don't know, ignore the outdoors. Um, well, and when you're living that lifestyle, you're up all night. Right. You're not yeah. Up early I was not getting up early. Hit the trail. Right. <laughs> and, and I was also like, I was working in restaurants. And mm -hmm. um, so I was like, you don't get very, pay very much in a restaurant. Yeah. So I was working at um, two different restaurants. And so I'd like wake up and I'd go to work and then usually go to the bar afterwards right. and then like go home and go to bed and it's just like a cycle I was just yeah. a robot on repeat and um, then you know one day um, I don't know I don't know, remember how it all started but like 
my friend Brian had told me that I couldn't quit drinking and he bet, bet me a hundred dollars that <laughs> I couldn't go drinking for a hundred days and um, it was like very soon after that I think that my friend Dustin passed away and um, it was a really weird situation and they just they found four locos down the road where he was walking and then they ended up finding him in the field um, wow. and he had a problem with his heart with that with copious amounts of alcohol made him uh, they said that's probably what caused him to pass away but um, so that really got me thinking about what am I doing with my life you know I'm just like sitting here I'm just I'm drinking it away and I'm you know I'm just working I'm not living this is not living yeah, this is not living and my friend Jackie also had told me that I should watch the movie Moana and <laughs> I did, <laughs> and I watched it over and over and over and over and over, and I really loved it because she wasn't going out to like find love, she was going out for adventure, uh -huh. you know, and to help her people, and I was like, that's what I want. I want adventure, and I want to live. There's got to be more out there. Yeah. You know, um, back in 2002, I had visited Oregon for the first time, and I remember, or 2001, anyway, um, I just remember all the trees uh -huh. and the waterfalls, like, uh -huh. But mainly the trees, they're just incredible. You know, yeah. they're everywhere. They're yeah. on the sides of the road, on the highway. There are streams along the highway. Like, it's just insane here. So then I, um, I kind of put it out to the universe and was like, hey, you know, uh, I'd really like to move somewhere else. And I, my brothers live in California, and so I'd kind of like asked people in California mm -hmm. uh, if there was anywhere to stay, if they knew of anyone, and there was no doors opening there. And then a friend of mine happened to reach out and was like, hey, you know, I've quit drinking and we have this room in this house and it's only $300 a month and, oh, wow. and Oregon City. I was wow. like, where's Oregon City? <laughs> yeah. So then I ended up getting rid of everything I owned. I moved in with another friend in Nebraska to save money in her basement. Mm -hmm. Watched Moana some more. <laughs> and Because it was terrifying, you know, yeah. it's like I'm about to go. You're picking up and moving across the yeah, country. Yeah, most everything I own I've never been materialistic but even the few things that I had it made me really anxious to get yeah, rid of them and right. so I had to do it was a process of this went on for I think a couple months where yeah. it was like just giving away things a little bit at a time after I'd given every way everything and I moved with my friend did you drive to yes Oregon? okay cool. so I had cool. So everything you owned was in your car. So most everything I owned, yeah. I'd given away. There was just a few things, I'd like my clothes. Right. I think I brought some of my plants with me. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I can't remember what else, but it wasn't very much. I have a Nissan Versa, so yeah, it's right. like not very much stuff wow. can fit in that Inspired. car. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just uh, decided I'd had like, I'd saved up $2,000 and wow. I decided that was enough money, Yeah, <laughs> which I should have probably saved a little more but uh then I just I drove out here um I had two choices to either go from Nebraska in like a horseshoe and like go up and around or go the other way and like see things I've never seen before yeah. you know uh north and visit friends up north and decided to go up north and uh now I'm over here at Oregon and yeah Amazing. and got here June 10th of 2017 wow. so I didn't really know anyone Right. Except for Amanda, and I knew a couple people in Eugene, um, but otherwise it was like absolutely no one. And Amazing. So I was just like, 
wanted to get out and explore and adventure and so that's one of the first things you started doing yeah because getting outside yeah you know my rent was three hundred dollars a month right. and i had some you know a little extra money and uh even after i got a job it was like i have all this money yeah and i can just put it in my gas tank and so i was going everywhere like to the coast all over the place as many different places as i could and then um the fire happened, the Eagle Creek fire, mm -hmm. and everyone was really destroyed about Eagle Creek. But I didn't understand what they were upset about because I was like, there's so many trails all over right. Oregon. Right. You know, now I get it. But yes. <laughs> at, that, at that time, it wasn't. Well, you didn't have that connection right, to the place yet. Right, yeah. right, And now I would be destroyed if that, yes. if that happened and I was like watching it happen. It right, right. Terrible. So you said you moved here in. 2017. 17. Okay, mm -hmm. so it's been a while. Yeah. How has the outdoors here, I guess, shaped you into oh. this amazing person that oh. you are today? Man, like, <sighs> I, lo <laughs> I love it so much here. Like, I don't know if I've ever been in love before, but this is definitely w where I love being. Like, it's brought me so much confidence. Mm -hmm. I've gotten to climb mountains, like actual mountains. Yeah. You know, like I would have never ever thought in a million years right. that I would climb a freaking mountain, you know? <laughs> I love being in the forest because it feels like, like a meditation, like I'm getting away, mm -hmm. you know? And the thing is here is that people of all like skill levels can go out yeah. and they can find something to do, something beautiful to be yeah. around, uh, be alone in nature, like, that's the biggest thing. I guess going back, I had quit drinking like six months before I came right, here. Right, right. The outdoors has been very instrumental in helping me stay yeah. alcohol-free because, yeah. you know, if I've ever felt alone or wanted to, I guess, be closer to myself, I don't even know if that's the right word, but um, I just go out into nature and I just think about things that are wrong in my life. It's a really good just way of focusing and centering and... And also disconnecting. Being, there we go. That's a great way. That's exactly what you center, what I was but you can disconnect from what's triggering yeah. your anxieties yeah. Yeah. or fears or whatever. Yeah. So I don't think, I mean, since I've been here, I don't, like, I miss the social aspects of drinking, I guess. Mm -hmm. But now that I have friends that you I hike with hike. Yeah. and don't drink, like, some right. of them don't drink at all, right. um, it's like, I don't. I don't miss it at all. I can't even imagine going. Well, I suppose if I moved back to Nebraska, I'd probably <laughs> <laughs> start. There's not much to do there, but, <laughs> oh, uh, but yeah, it's, I don't know. I just can't get enough. You yeah. know, I just always want to be outside yeah. on the trails. Yeah. And if I don't have the opportunity, it just, I start getting like, like a, a troll, <laughs> a bridge troll. <laughs> <laughs> how has your hiking journey changed Ooh. from the beginning i guess oh man whether that be your, your childhood i guess you didn't hike yeah. a whole a whole lot right. i didn't then. know what hiking was right i thought i did but i but i no guess clue. from when you moved here how was your hiking journey Oh man, changed over it's so over crazy. Years. Um, you know, when I first got here, I didn't know anything about boots. Um, right. <laughs> you just I, mentioned yeah. that you hiked Multnomah Falls and flip <laughs> Yeah, the first time I went up Multnomah yeah. Falls, I had originally gone out there just to 
take a picture with a sign for a friend back in yeah. Nebraska. So you're just going to the bridge. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know if I was planning to go to the bridge. And <laughs> I was in flip-flops and a skirt, and I just started going up, and I was like, got to the bridge, and I'm like, I really want to go up, up just to see if I can do it. Right. I love, used to love climbing things as a kid, so I was like, let's just go up further. And not really thinking what a bad idea it is to go out in flip-flops, you know? It's like rocks. You didn't like, have a backpack. No, nothing. Either. I had no water, like nothing. I just like, well, there's a bunch of people going up there. I'm right. going to go up there too. So uh, now I know. Yeah, and now yeah. she's actually training yeah, to training summit for Mount, Mount Hood. So yeah. you can just see the difference Oh, there. yeah, because the first time that I climbed up Multnomah Falls, it was like I stopped at every switchback. It was so, so steep. So hard, yeah. And then um, my friend Morgan, um, it was after me and my boyfriend had broken up at the time, and my friend Morgan had uh, asked me if I wanted to go up Dog Mountain for the first time. Oh, that's and a steep one. <laughs> I was terrified because I was like, yeah, it's like so steep. Like, I can't do that. Yeah. And then she had me do it, and I was so proud of myself when I got to the top. And then it was like that with Multnomah Falls mm-hmm. where, um, you know, the first time it was really hard, but then after – uh, so long we went back to Multnomah Falls mm-hmm. and Morgan and I went up without taking a break I was like I can't believe I just did that yeah. it's so crazy to see like I wasn't even like hiking a lot of steep things at that time I don't think and right. I was like seeing how much my muscles would improve mm-hmm. plus um, I'd had stamina yeah um, well and since it would have been at the end of 2017 or 2018 I had to have a full foot reconstruction and a calf lengthening and so, so that's a lot of yeah. rehab there. Yeah. And the doctor told me that I would maybe be able to run two miles someday. someday. And so, oh gosh. Yeah. So it was like a, I don't think you're going to be able to do too much, but hopefully yeah. you'll have some mobility. That's what it felt like he was saying. And so since then I've been like proving him wrong. Yeah. You know, like, Amazing. so there's probably that part of me that's rebellious from when I was a kid that yes. comes out yeah. and it's like screw you doctor like well thank you doctor too because thank he did fix me foot, yeah. But, yeah uh you don't get to say how many miles I can walk or hike or or mm-hmm. run you know I I'm just I'm doing I just want to do really cool things and like have amazing adventures and like I don't know just be the best me and mm-hmm. live up to as much potential as I think I have, you know, like right. just endless, endless potential, right. you know? Right. So what are le- some lessons that you've learned through hiking? Hmm. Well, uh, gear is pretty gear. important, yeah. you know, um, having a good fitting backpack, uh, which you can get fitted for backpacks, you yeah. know, at REI or I'm sh- I imagine that a lot of the places that sell backpacks will do fittings we'll do for it, you. Yeah. And don't just go with your first pair of hiking boots because mine was from the Big Five Sports fo- <laughs> Sports Store. <laughs> hey, I and started hiking in like Nike like oh, running shoes. Oh and my I god! I hiked with those for a year. Oh my god! Like on crazy trails. So I mean, you can go out and pretty oh. much anything besides flip flops. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't go out in this... flip or Crocs. Oh my god! Please don't yeah. Go out in Crocs. That's a big no-no. So <laughs> I see this. Happening. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's. It's a travesty. I mean, they, <laughs> my friend Ashley and I went out one time, and she had her Crocs on when she left, and thought she had grabbed her her boots. This, yeah, this get out to Coyote Wall, and it was like, well, no, we're not yeah. going too far today. <laughs> my friend did that with her Uggs. She had her Ugg boots driving, and then they get to the Black Butte Trailhead, the mm-hmm. bottom one. Oh, they were gonna hike the whole thing. My. She hiked the whole thing in her Uggs. 
good for her. Yeah, like, she did it. wow, I'm impressed. <laughs> like, I don't think I, I do think that. Would die, but. Right. Oh my god. Um, I've also learned that poles are very important. Um, yep. When I first got here, I thought they were stupid. But I then, did too. I, yeah, I was always too good for poles. Yeah, and, and then I, I just, time. I thought like, it looked, people look stupid with their yeah. poles, and I'm like, I'm not gonna be one of those people. I'm gonna just walk. And I have learned that yeah. poles are really good for maintaining balance. Everything. They're uh, everything. Yeah, um, especially since I had my foot reconstruction. Um, you know, I really, really rely on those poles yeah. a lot to like help me well, with balance, but stabilization. also stabilization. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I always have them with me every time, yeah. everywhere I go. I've learned about backpacking and uh, losing weight in your pack to, like, yeah. you want to get it under, <laughs> like, my friend Kim says, like, 30 pounds, under 30 is good. I'm I'd sure. That's a good, that's yeah. a good number. Yeah, because I've, I did Tuck and Robin with, like, a 50-pound pack. Oh, was, wow. Or maybe it might not have been 50 pounds. It was very heavy. But close to. Yeah, that. and it was just. It's miserable. It was miserable, yeah. I, th- I feel like once you get above, like, the 35 range, especially because, you know, we're we're on the shorter side, you know, we're not six-foot men. Right. That's that's a lot of weight on yeah. a small frame. Right. Oh, my, my shoulders. You down your Ooh. shoulders, your back, your yeah. ankles, your legs. Ugh. I mean, it's well, a lot. Well, I just brought really unnecessary things on that trip. Like, I have a mermaid tail that I brought. <laughs> I was, like, planning on swimming. You know, we were going to stop after two miles at the right, first lake. Right. And, uh, we didn't. <laughs> and, yeah, it was just, I've, I've learned a lot about weight and how important it is to not have, right. like, your mermaid tail on a backpacking <laughs> trip. Because <laughs> it's not that important, you know. Oh, I, oh. Was, I don't even think it was warm enough to swim. Right. Oh, so no, I was like, "What am I doing?" Oh, like, yeah. pack off a I'm, beach towel yeah. and goggles. <laughs> <and> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh man, but what uh, are some personal lessons that you've learned? Um, to be patient with myself. Mm-hmm. Um, That's a good one. To listen to yourself. I mean, there's a point of like where you should keep pushing yourself, mm-hmm. like um, if you're trying to get to a summit, say. But there's also, like, if you really don't feel comfortable in a situation... Trust your gut. Trust your yeah. gut, yeah. And yeah. only summit mountains with people you really trust. Oh, yeah. That's a really important... Mountains are very dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. it's really important that you go up with someone that's going to be patient with you. Yeah. Or if For they have sure. more experience in you... Because they like, can enhance your fears. Right. It's not yeah. the it right can be, fit. Yeah. It can be a yeah. really terrible experience. Yeah. Um, this is true. I have learned also um, that you know, words have great power. One of my um, training for kings, uh, I'm sorry, the training for Mount Hood is to go up kings to like get my legs to be mountain shape, you yeah. know. And um, I've been you know going up kings every week, and I'll take breaks, and it's almost frustrating to me because I'm I need to get stronger, mm-hmm. and the only way you get stronger, I feel like, is you got to push yourself a little more, yeah. you know. And so I'd made it a goal to get up Kings without taking breaks. I did it last week and I went out and I just tried to stay focused and kept telling myself every time I felt tired, I was like, you're strong, you're not tired. 
And I kept building myself up the entire time, which took a lot of focus, but it yes. was like every time I would start running out of breath, I was like, just breathe, and I'd slow down my breath. Mm-hmm. And But I kept moving. And right. when I was tired, I'd say, you're tough, you're not tired. And I was yelling at myself. And <laughs> like, just the words that you tell yourself have a lot of power. Your subconscious right. does not know sarcasm. So yeah. if you tell yourself, well, that was really stupid, you're gonna feel like you're stupid, yeah. but you're not. Yeah. You can't say these things to yourself. Right. You gotta keep try to stay positive, especially when summiting mountains, little mountains, whatever. Yeah. Just if you tell yourself that you're stupid and that you're weak, then you probably will be. Right. So it's a little redundant. Yeah. But Just so people know, Kings Mountain. Oh. Mileage and elevation gain, approximately. So it's. Um, 2,533 feet of elevation gain uh, wow. in two and a half miles. So Okay, that's... Well, the length is 4.6, I guess, cool. altogether. Right, but you're doing the elevation right. gain on the way up. Yeah, so that's two, wow. two and a half miles. Two and a half miles. Is, uh, or maybe a little less, but yeah, that's what I have on my ultras. Wow, okay. So, so that's steep. Yeah, it's... It's a good one. And then there's the elk side, and the elk side is just just as crazy, but it's more climby, like scrambly. Oh, okay, okay. So it's actually one of my favorite. (laughs) You get to summit twice, and you get to scramble a bit. It's a great butt kicker, you know. It's like, it's a good one. All of it. Um, What is currently one of your favorite things about hiking, backpacking, being in the outdoors? So many things. Uh, I think, um, I guess internally, like in my brain, um, I would say the fact that I'm no longer depressed. Yeah. Ever since I came here, quitting drinking uh, was definitely, you know, instrumental for me. Like, right. not drinking helps me to not be depressed. Right. It's such a depressant. Right. So, and yeah. and I didn't put it together no, when no, I was in the throes to, of yeah. drinking. Like, I didn't understand that this is depressing all of my happiness, you know? Yeah, in your brain, the chemicals in your brain. So just for me, at least, just for me to quit drinking, that was instrumental. But then being in the outdoors, I used to go to sleep. I used to pray that I would not wake up, you know? And so I haven't felt like that since I've been here. Since I go out, when I feel terrible, when I feel anxious, whatever, I just go out and see a waterfall or hit a trail. And even if I don't feel great afterwards, there's still some levity. Like right. how I feel, right. you know, the anxiety. Um, I still deal with anxiety, right? But, but you feel better at least. Yes, yeah. and the anxiety goes down once I get outside. Right. right. Hit the trail, like, man, it's just it's so amazing. Yeah. It's it's the full sensory experience. You right. know, you get yeah. to eat things sometimes in the forest. You get to look at things, touch. The yeah. moss, like yes, the all the little life that comes around. You get to see salamanders sometimes, yeah. or you know, like we were talking about. You get to hear the, the birds and the oh, water. Sometimes I'll just stand if I'm by myself on a trail. I'll just sometimes stand with my eyes closed in the middle of the trail and just mm-hmm. listen to the forest, mm-hmm. and it's so amazing. Like I just feel so good. Forest bathing. Yeah. I think that's yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. I guess. <laughs> yeah. And, but it's for that amount of time yeah. that I don't have any worries. Like I'll, right. even if I have signal, a lot of times I put my phone in airplane, airplane mode mm-hmm. because, well, for one, it's better on the battery, but that way nobody can bother me. Yeah. Like you're out there for a reason. Right. To be I need to get away there. from yeah. this. Like I'm, if I post things on Facebook, I'm not outside anymore. Right. Like 
right? I'm at my house yeah. <laughs> or like somewhere that is not outdoors. Right. Like I just want to enjoy it when I'm out there. Yeah. Be in that moment. Yeah. So what is a message that you would like to share with the listeners? Like could be anything like an inspirational quote or something. Um, I, or a tip on getting started. Um, well, I would say the way I started was just you go out and find easy trails and just increase the difficulty. Yeah. You know, and you have to remember that you don't have to do these trails really fast. Yeah. Go slow. Take your time. Hike your hike. Don't let anybody tell you to go faster if you don't want to. You know, enjoy it. The slower I go, the more I see. Right. I was on the part of the Wilson River Trail, um, what was it, like two or three weeks ago, and I was just sauntering I had uh, my roommate's dog Piper with me and mm-hmm. so we're just like getting into hiking she had never really been it was only her like third or fourth hike and so I took her to an easier trail and um, we found little someone had stuck little trolls in trees <laughs> it's like what is this this is That's so amazing so but fun. it's just stuff like that that right. like that you wouldn't notice right. if you're going three miles an hour right yeah. yeah so sometimes like and sometimes that's fun to go three miles an hour sometimes right. it's fun it's to fun go to really fast yeah. yeah I love pushing myself yeah. now but I think at first I didn't I just wanted to be out yeah. and just enjoying trails you know um I think the quotes that I wanted to remember was the words remember that words have power mm-hmm. um you can talk yourself into doing good things yeah <laughs> or you can also talk yourself down if you let you yourself get into your brain too much um and if it doesn't challenge you, it doesn't change you. That is my ah, other one. That's what I like a lot. That's a good one. But, and then another, I like to, um, somebody challenged me to come up with a word for the year, I guess. Yeah. And my word is strong because mm-hmm. I like, I love that word. I love when I was um, going from, going up to Devil's Kitchen. It's really hard. And um, at one point I started like, I just all of a sudden, was panicking and I was overwhelmed with how hard it was Mm -hmm. and my friends were like are you okay what can we do and all of a sudden my brain just switched to the word strong and I just started saying out loud strong 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 and it just got me up the mountain and so you're still going to do the work but like if you can think of a different way to do the work I guess it makes it a little easier yeah amazing yeah Thank you so much for sharing yeah. your incredible inspirational oh, story Oh, you're us. welcome. So, so thanks awesome. for listening. Thanks for wanting to listen. This is cool. <laughs> I haven't got this opportunity. So yes. this is great. Thank awesome. you. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. It was so amazing getting to know Amy a little bit better and hearing her inspirational story. Again, if you have an inspirational story about how the outdoors positively impacted your life, please send a short synopsis to hikeoregon at hikeoregon.net and put in the subject line podcast guest. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Stay safe and happy trails.